going on, everyone? Welcome to uh, another edition of Ron Nick's Rundown. Yes, this is the NBA Finals, end of the season edition of Ron Nick's Rundown. Uh, Chris Wallace from Chris Inspires You with us as well to talk about the Warriors winning the fourth NBA title in eight seasons after defeating the Celtics in game six in Boston in definitely convincing fashion, beating by 13. And yes, Stephen Curry does get his first NBA Finals MVP after struggling in game five. He absolutely went off 34 points and made six three-pointers in this game. Um, that, like I said, um, definitely was a, like I said, great performance by Steph. Uh, great performance by the, the Warriors overall. Nick, uh, just your thoughts on this Warriors win over the Celtics. Oh, man. I mean, I hate to say it. I knew, I knew the Warriors was going to eventually win it because of their championship experience that they had. Uh, I just thought that uh, – I was expecting game six, Clay, but we got game six, Curry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or game six, Dre, one yeah. of the two, mm-hmm. you know, because Dre showed up too. I I mean, I knew they was going to close it out. I said, they're not, they're not chancing this. They, they're not as young as they used to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, 32, 34 in real life is still young, but in NBA years, you damn near 50. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's, you got to close that when you can. And the boy showed up. Mm-hmm. We can talk more about the rest of the people later. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> All right, Chris, your thoughts on the Warriors winning their fourth title in, in eight seasons? Uh, this was by far the most impressive one um, because this was one of the few where they weren't really favored in this series. And mm-hmm. I think it became pretty evident early in the series that Boston was actually the better team. Mm. And Steph Curry has something to say about that. Steph was like, wait a second, I'm still here. I'm the better player on the floor. And so I was really impressed with how Golden State recovered after losing, you know, two of the first three games. Um, because I, you know, I it just looked like Boston had that youthful energy. They were bigger, they were more physical. And, like, you could just see it. The eye test just told you that Boston was the better team. And then game four happened, and I still felt like, you know, Boston was the better team. And Steph just had a a performance for the ages, which propelled them uh, to this this finals victory. Man, this was was really impressive, man. I mean, all the slander that they've gotten over the last few years, all of the talk about Steph not being big time and not having a finals MVP. Uh, and this man shut everyone up. Mm-hmm. This, this was impressive. Yes, absolutely. And to talk about the Warriors, like I said, uh, definitely, a bit, hold on, I'm getting my notes together, get my notes together. Why is everything shifting? I can tell you right now. Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we got to definitely talk about the Warriors. They definitely went on. They, they outscored the Celtics 35 to eight from the middle of the first quarter into the middle of the second quarter, including a 21 and nothing run that lasted four minutes. That definitely was uh, definitely the biggest moment of the game. Once the Warriors got rolling, it was pretty much, that was pretty much it for me. Um, let's talk about Stephen Curry for a second. Uh, and, well, obviously, Clay Thompson and Draymond Green, their place in history, but let's, but specifically Stephen Curry, where would we rank him now as far as all-time players? Top 10. Top 10? Mm. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Mm. Yeah, he, he just... He he passed, you know, some of your favorite players, man. Like, yeah. I mean, he passed one of his former teammates, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, Steph has changed the game, man. 
Like you, yeah, you can say what you want about Steph, and you know, he doesn't do this, and he's not physically imposing. Blah blah blah. This man just won his fourth ring, and yep. he won one before Katie. He mm-hmm. won two with Katie, and then they reinvented that squad essentially, and then he won one after Katie. Yeah. And again, this is what makes this so impressive. And he's 34 years old. Nick just said, you know, 34 years old in NBA years is like 50. Mm-hmm. This yeah. dude down there gets a bunch of young cats <laughs> that yeah. was the <laughs> on the floor by far. Like Steph mm-hmm. Curry has changed the game. Like he is, you know, of all players that I've seen in the history of the NBA, he's probably the most influential player. He's changed the way, he's literally changed how people not only play basketball. But how people coach basketball. Yeah. You know, I have two sons who play ball and I watch how their coaches coach basketball. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, and I'm like, man, this is the Steph Curry effect. Like cats mm-hmm. are literally running to the three-point line on two-on-one and three-on-one fast breaks. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <don't> <laughs> you know, and everybody's doing this, you know, at the hit of the three. You know, it's crazy, man. But, you know, to, to, to answer your question, man, top 10 all time. Uh, I don't know where in that top 10, uh, but there's no basketball conversation that you can have any longer that does not include Steph Curry. Uh, I'm sorry, Wardell Stephen Curry mm-hmm. in your top 10. Right. Put some respect on his damn name. Yes. Nick, you want to add a little bit more to your Stephen Curry top 10? Uh... Nah, he said it all. I mean, it is mm-hmm. what it is. We. I don't want to go to nobody's barbershop, uh, bar, <laughs> you know, game night, whatever. And Steph Curry Nico and somebody part their lips and say, that man's not top 10. I'm going to tell him to get the hell out. <laughs> you no longer welcome here. Right. You don't watch any basketball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I mean, dude, like just how he got defended. They blitzed him. They doubled him. They face guarded him, <laughs> you know. They, they, you know, teams play zone defense on them, boxing one on them. They grab him, they hold him, they foul him all mm-hmm. game long. He doesn't get calls like he should. Yeah, and he still dominates. Yes, like, you know, <laughs> against the defensive player of the year. Against the defensive yep. player of the year, who had to resort to flopping. And why yeah. <laughs> he flopped all night and whine to the referees. And I'm like, Marcus Smart, you the defensive player of the year. Get up, get your black ass up yeah. and defend Steph Curry. Yep. <laughs> they left old Hal Horford out to dry. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, every time he got a switch, man, I was like, oh God. This is not going well. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Close our game. I'll be like, I don't care how much hard this man cooking me. I got him. <laughs> I yep. got him. Oh man, you're not gonna make this one. Yep. <laughs> let's let's talk. Let's, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. Let's talk about his teammates. A couple of teammates who've been along with his journey: uh, Draymond Green and Clay Thompson. Uh, Clay Thompson, we all know, who bowed through Achilles injuries, ACL injuries, and to get back here at this moment, uh, definitely is a an amazing feat in itself. And obviously, Draymond Green. I thought I played well tonight. Obviously, with 12, bo- 12 points, 12 boards, 8 assists. Um, Nick, your thoughts on uh, both Clay Thompson and, and Draymond Green? I said, Drake, Drake, Drake showed up tonight. You know what I'm saying? He was looking real. Um, I ain't going to throw the fan on the <laughs> Looking real bad out here in these streets, man. You know, mm-hmm. he was living up to that triple single name, but he uh, he showed up tonight. 
<laughs> I almost had a triple double. So yeah, we not, there's no more slander to be made on Draymond in this game. Just um, playoffs, he showed up when it counted. Mm-hmm. And um, his mama called him Clay. I'm calling Clay. Yeah, Clay Thompson. You know, people were saying, "Oh, he lost a step. Oh, he doesn't shoot." The man just came back from a Achilles and ACL tear. What the hell you thought he was gonna do? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, man, this man, the way he, he averaged what 35 percent for the three yeah. this series. Yeah. He shot. They made 17.17.6 points per game for the for the finals. Mm-hmm. That's impressive for where he came from. Yes. Yeah. You know, are we going to see the same old Clay again? No, we'll see flashes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, scary to say, he's going to be shooting better next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He ain't going to be as fast, but that shot going to get real pure real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. All right, Chris, what's your thoughts on both of these guys? Yeah, Draymond's energy, you know, to start this game. I mean, Draymond, you know, he, he, I mean, it was his God, his defensive acumen, his his energy, his relentlessness. I mean, he played, you know, he was that engine. He got them going, you know. And and you know, there there's been a lot of talk, as Nick just said, his name been kind of drugged through the mud in these streets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Draymond stepped up, and I already felt like he was a Hall of Famer, but this just solidified it even more. Like he's he's you know he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, he's the heartbeat of that team, and he's the guy. It, it, like his his play, what he does for that team. It, he just he's not a piece that you could ever trade. I remember there was talking the offseason on Draymond for Ben Simmons and some other stuff. I, I was like, you know, you can't trade Draymond Green, but I don't care if he averages seven, seven, and seven. You know, he's the guy who gets Clay open, who gets Steph open who is the emotional leader of that team. And there were a couple of moments in this series where you saw his value more than anything else. And he he may not have as much value on another squad, but with the Golden State Warriors, he's like the key to unlocking everything that they do, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least on the defensive side of the ball and bringing that energy. Um, mm-hmm. Clay Thompson, like, man, this dude came back from – two of the most devastating injuries that not just a basketball player, but any athlete in any sport can suffer. Okay. He popped his Achilles, which in the careers, it didn't end the career of Shaq and Isaiah Thomas, their careers were over and it didn't end Kobe's career, but it ended Kobe's career as an elite player. Like Kobe was never the same after he popped his Achilles, you know, and Clay Thompson, not only did he average almost 18 a game in the finals, he averaged 20 a game in, you know, during the regular season. And, you know, it, it's a damn near miracle that he was even able to get out on the floor and do some of the things that he did. And, like, people are talking about the shot and everything like that. Yeah, his shot wasn't all the way back, and it is going to get better. But I was more impressed with Clay's defense tonight. I was like, man, he's moving his feet. He's getting his hands up. Like, that was just that championship DNA uh, that they talked about, man. It, this is, again, this is the most impressive championship of the four that they've won together. Um, and, and you know, mad respect to, to Draymond Green and Klay Thompson for just kind of sticking with it and, and you know, doing their part uh, to, to help Golden State win another title, man. Mm-hmm. You know, respect. Yeah, man, absolutely. Respect to all three of them, man, for just sticking, sticking together. 
these last definitely last few years and they definitely like you said you can tell what steps of motion that they definitely did they weren't going to take this one for granted they're definitely going to embrace yeah. every second of this moment um one more thing about the Warriors. I know I want to talk about Steve Kerr, but, uh, you know, respect to him, obviously. But we need to talk about Andrew Wiggins. Obviously, I know he's had, his, um, he's had his moments, you know, when he first started his career. But, for, you know, drafted number one, he traded to the um, T-Wolves. And then all of a sudden, and now he's an NBA champion with the Golden State Warriors. Um, Chris, your thoughts on uh, Andrew Wiggins and his, and his NBA, journey, NBA journey. He finally gets his first NBA title. Hey man, you remember when you first started doing the podcast? And one of the first topics, you know, that we talked about was Andrew Wiggins. Yes. You know, and how, <laughs> oh man, you know, he's you know, he's overpaid, blah, blah, blah. You know, that man's a champion now. Yep. And it's not like he rode the bench to a championship or he was the sixth option or anything like that. This cat was one of the primary reasons why they won the title this year. His defense on, you know, Jason Tatum. And, 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 I mean, you know, the 17.16 rebound game four, the, the 26.13 rebound game five, like, yo. And, like, what he did tonight defensively on Jason Taylor, he blocked a couple of his shots. He was ripping them. I was like, damn. Like, Andrew Wiggins, he's a winner. And Golden State is going to have to make some really, really interesting decisions this offseason. Because I don't know that you can trade Andrew Wiggins now. He's in a contract year next year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you look at what he did on, you know, in, in the Western Conference Finals, then in the NBA Finals, you've got to say to yourself, I don't, I don't know that he's a trade piece anymore uh, because he's, he's really a key cog. He's a better version of Harrison Barnes, like a much better version of Harrison Barnes. And who knew? <laughs> you know, I don't get him. Andrew Wiggins. Like, he gets his own shot. He's an elite officer player. He doesn't have to score 20, 25 a game and go to state. But you notice there are times where they give him the ball and they tell him, go make a play one-on-one. And he makes a play one-on-one. But the thing, the, the special thing about Andrew Wiggins is that he's playing both sides of the ball, man. And, you know, I, I you know, is Kaminga ready to step into that role next season? Probably not. No. Is the, Andrew Wiggins is going to be a part of that core again, and they're going to have to figure out how to pay all them cats because, uh, you know, I, but, you know, in, in short, man, Wiggs is – he's a winner, and you can call him nothing more. You know, and, and you, you can't slander his name anymore. Like, no. he is a winner. He's an NBA champion. Yep. And like I said, Nick, I'm definitely proud of him because, like I said, he definitely set this game up. He definitely uh, improved to me, especially in the postseason, how well he played in the postseason. So, Nick, your thoughts on uh, Wiggins and this NBA journey, including uh, him winning the semi title? Uh, Wiggins, man, Wiggins stepped up. He stepped up when it counted. Like uh, Chris said, it's, if you thought about training him, ain't no trading him now. Don't talk to Price don't went up. Mm-hmm. Price went up. So, I mean, he was the perfect piece that the Golden State needed to win this finals. He was a key piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they needed. If he was not there, I don't think they would have won. Yep. Yeah, I ain't trying to say this. You know, that I'm not trying to take away from Steph or nothing like that. But he did the dog work. Yeah. You know, he got the rebounds. Like I say, he played the defense, got the blocks. Mm-hmm. He did everything. Right. Uh, <laughs> Coach Kerr asked him to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wonder. I wonder how Kevin Durant feeling right now. Yeah, he's feeling. Uh, <laughs> that, that's your question, Nick. What do you? Uh, he had the house simmering. 
<laughs> Samurai boy. Say something crazy on Twitter hey. right now. Yeah, yes, and he'll have, and he'll be ready too. Yeah. that's how he is. Like, no, think about this though, man. The Golden State Warriors flipped D'Angelo Russell and got Andrew Wiggins and the draft pick, which ended up being Jonathan Kaminga. Like, yep. yo, they fleeced the Timberwolves. <laughs> like, straight up fleeced them. Who knew that Andrew Wiggins would be one of the key pieces to a championship team? Like, mm-hmm. that's crazy to think about, man. That is just so crazy to think. Who, who even knew the Warriors would be back? And I always felt like Golden State had another title in them. But – you know, who, who knew like, the general consensus would say that the Warriors were done winning titles, right? And then you go and find Andrew Wiggins, and then you get Nick Wright, you know, coming on, tweeting out, Andrew Wiggins is a bad basketball player. <laughs> and he'll never do this again. And then, like, the last – if you watch, you know, him the last couple of weeks, he's been, like <laughs> – he, he's been trying to like defend that that stance and all of that, and then he's backtracking, and then he's defending and backtracking. Like man, it's it's crazy that Andrew Wiggins, the guy who was much maligned and people just dissed and said he didn't care about basketball, was out there doing that to Jason. Jason Tatum made first team All NBA. Yep. Jason Tatum finished sixth in the MVP voting this year. Yep. <laughs> and he made Jason Tatum look ordinary. Yes. Yes, he did. Absolutely. And that was our last topic. <laughs> it's Jason Tatum. And like I said, Chris, you pretty much answered some of your, your questions already. Uh, but I'm going to let uh, Nick talk about Jason Tatum first. I, well, let me – I'll start, actually. Jason Tatum, I thought it was just a very disappointing performance. When you are a leader of your squad, you have to show up, at least in, in – through the good and the bad, in this case, an elimination game, only scoring 13 points, only the third leading score on your team in an elimination game in the NBA Finals. I thought it was just a very poor, poor performance from Tatum. I know he's had his inconsistent performances, but this right here was not the night to be this bad. It was just an absolutely awful night for Tatum. And um, like I said, it's so exciting. The season just sucks to end that way. Uh, Nick, your thoughts on Tatum and his performance? Man. Call it like they're gonna call at the bar shop, man. He sucked. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I love Jason Taylor to death, man. He just he he picked a bad time not to show up. You can't go one for 13 mm-hmm. in the second half. Yep. Game six, close out. I mean, close out for the worlds. You gotta fight for your playoff life. Yep. And you give him one for 13 second half. Yep. That can't happen, man. Mm-hmm. You are first team all NBA. Mm-hmm. Joel and beat ended up second team all NBA. Yep. Because of you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because of you. Mm. And you just can't let your team down like that. I know nobody wants to hear that. I mean, he's gonna it's gonna sit with him for a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's gonna be a long summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure he will come back with Avengers next year, but oh yeah, they're gonna be talking about this for, for months to come. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know? Most definitely. All right, Chris, uh, I'll let you have the last word about Tatum. Uh, what are your thoughts on his performance? This is what he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was Jason Tatum, not just in game six, but for most of the NBA finals. Like, yeah. if you look back at his numbers and his impact on the games, 
What did Jason Tatum really do this series? Mm-hmm. What for real? I, the, the Celtics' best player this series was Jalen Brown. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And Jalen Brown was doing all kinds of shit. You know, he was fumbling the ball and doing other stuff. But yo, I respect that. Like that cat was out there playing hard. Mm-hmm. You know, and as you said, Nick, you can't go one for thirteen in in an elimination game and end up with thirteen mm-hmm. points and shoot one for four in the fourth quarter. I mean, he only took four shots in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And for the series, if I'm not mistaken, he shot 22, was it 22, 24% from the field in the fourth quarter in the series? Mm. Like, for real? And that's your first team on NBA 4? Yeah. Bruh. Yeah. He's the first, he the first uh First uh, player in NBA history to uh, to get a hundred turnovers in a postseason too. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Golden State was running doubles at him, and he just didn't know what to do out of the double. He's six eight six nine. Pass out of the fucking double. Pass right. before the double comes. And there were th- there were times, man. And this is embarrassing. There were times where Steph got switched on to Jason Tatum. And Gary Payton the second got switched on to Jason Tatum, and he won't bury in them cats in the paint. Right. <laughs> what do you do? Like this yeah, was this, it was mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was frustrating to watch Jason Tatum play. And I was like, there's no way possible this is the same Jason Tatum that made first team on NBA. There's right. no way to tell him. But yeah, he's <laughs> like I mean, the dude is not gonna be able to go anywhere. So whoever you know, whatever barbershop he goes to, he's gonna have to ask his barber. Make sure no one's in the shop when I come. All right. <laughs> so I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. you know, so go ahead and color my hairline in peace. You know, yeah. because you know at that talk. I mean, it's just, he gonna hear all the way up until the start of next season, and mm-hmm. it's not gonna be pretty, man. Cause cats gonna and, and those fans of Boston, they want to know, Jason, where you at? What happened? Mm-hmm. I expected Jason Tatum to come out tonight and score 30, 35 and dominate. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. Nope. <laughs> Not a chance. It was like a very disappointing performance yeah. by them. Uh they got any last words with yeah. about Jason Tatum? No, Jalen Brown went 52% for the field tonight. Mm-hmm. Five for eleven from the three. Mm-hmm. Seven rebounds, three steals. He had five turnovers with mm. 34 points. Mm. 44 minutes. Mm. That's how you leave it on the floor. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> And he literally left it on the floor, man. Now, Boston as a team had 23 turnovers. So I'm not worried about Jalen Brown's five turnovers if they're turnovers that happen because he's playing hard. If mm. they're just stupid, dumb turnovers like throwing balls behind the back, stuff like that. That's different. You're saying, but it's almost like Tatum didn't even try. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, yo, where? Like, I was sitting here and I was thinking to myself, where's Jay? It's almost like you forgot Jason Tatum was even on the floor. Yes. Yeah, yeah he got his there. own head. He got his own head and, yep. and try to blend into the background. And they're going to be talking about that. You know they're gonna cut that up on first take tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> Shannon, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, man. The Boston Celtics left this championship on the table. Mm-hmm. They should be the one hoisting that trophy, man. Like mm-hmm. they, like I said, they're the better team. They have their they 
they're young, they're athletic. You know, one of, they they call them a generational defense. They've chopped that generational defense right the hell up. That Boston left it on the table, man. And, and like those are the things that that haunt you. Yeah, that haunt players. Like you, you think, and I think sometimes players are like, oh yeah, we'll be back next year. Like man, they they may never be back. They mm-hmm. literally Reg, Reggie Miller went to the finals. How many times in his career? Once. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he thought, oh, you know, I'll, I'll get to the finals eventually, and he eventually got there and never got back. Like, and mm-hmm. cats sometimes just don't get back to the finals, man. And you know, you look at the East next year, and again, it's early, it's June. We don't know what's gonna happen. You know, but just on paper, I still think Milwaukee is better. Yes, absolutely. They're gonna get they like I said, ECU. We don't know how better these teams are gonna be next year. Uh, I don't know, like I said, Celtics. It's gonna be an interesting uh, fight. I mean, I would still, I would say, uh, I don't know if I just say put my buddy I lost next year, but that would definitely be one of those teams to look out for the East. But like I said, everyone's gonna be hungrier, and everyone's gonna get better next year to get into that spot and yep. try to give themselves a title. Um. But yeah, but again, I never want to say uh, thank you all for watching Ronnie and Nick's run, li- watching or listening to Ronnie's rundown. Uh, definitely want to thank Nick and, and Chris. Thank you all both for staying up uh, for this episode. I know it's late in the East Coast anyway. Uh, but like I said, once again, congrats to the Warriors on being back on the stage. Fourth title in eight, eight years. Thank you all for watching, listening to Ronnie's rundown. Hey, see you all next time. Peace. Thank you.